coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. Hey, 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 what's up? John, good to see you, man. It seems like forever since we've done a podcast. I know, it's like... It's been like eight days. What? (laughs) That is too long. How dare us wait that long. Let's let's talk about what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about... um, we're going to talk about the fights. We had UFC 248 from Two, Vegas. We did have 248. and uh, What and, else is going on in the world? Um, we have the coronavirus spreading like crazy. That's going on. Man, I was getting... I was like... Uh, then you watch Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan show, and he had this guy on... I forget the guy's name. But he painted a very glim... Very, very bad picture. He's basically saying, we're all going to get it. Or it's going to spread like crazy. And I was thinking, ah, just a few people and, uh, you know, old people and this and that. But no. No. He said, no. Every, it's going to get, it's going to get out there like crazy. So, not a good thing. Um, Stop touching your face. (laughs) Stop touching your face. like. Don't touch your face. There was some doctor on TV giving a talk about what to do and not do, and then she licks her finger and changes, turns her page. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. She said, don't, don't put your finger in your mouth. And then she licked yeah, her finger. Not yeah. as a demonstration of what not to do no, either. So if you can't get someone who's out there trying to give the message to not do it, good luck. I think you do what you can. You can't contain it anymore. This is what you got to do. You have this, to. I know what to do. I know right now it just came to me. And this is the surefire way to to avoid it. You might be a carrier, but who cares? If you don't have it, spreading it around, That's that might be bad. But I'd rather spread it around than die from it. Are those so, your only two options? Yes. What, what's the third? <laughs> Give me a third. Not Get real sick. spread it around. Okay. All right. So if you're sick, don't go to work. Okay. A. Yeah. That's then reasonable. No, yeah, yeah, and then nobody will go to work, so, so nobody will be working. And then, uh, what but, about nurses? What about the doctors and nurses? Should they not go to work too? Then who's going to take care of the people with the coronavirus? I, I agree. So this was an interesting point I heard. I think it was on Joe Rogan's podcast that uh, that they mentioned was, well, what if you close all the schools? To stop the spread, yeah. Well, you close all the schools, and who's going to watch those kids? Yeah, yeah. Mom, mom and dad are going to stay home from work. Yeah. And some moms and dads, you know what they do? They're nurses and stuff. So, yeah. so there are secondary side effects to closing down schools, and then so if you look online, there's people that say, "Oh, the world's ending," and then there's people saying, "Ah, oh, it's fine. It's no big deal." The truth's probably in the middle. Where it, you don't want to spread it around and have a huge spike of disease like in Italy, where now you have overwhelmed the healthcare system. And say you get it and you need a ventilator, they don't have one. So then they're, now they're rationing and start trying to decide who gets treatment. So you don't want to be in that situation. So it's better if it doesn't get spread around as fast. So what do we do with that? I don't know. Um, I'm going on a plane to... to the East Coast uh, Sunday, 
Man, if I hear one person coughing, I'm going to go ape shit. I swear I'm going to go ape shit. <laughs> give them the mask. If I hear... So one, I will give you masks, John, but it's not for you. Spread. It's to hand out to anyone you think looks a little fishy. <laughs> Just give them a mask. That is going to be so urgent. So, All right, so John's going to live stream from the plane. All right. So what else we got? We got that, and we got the fight. Let me tell you about the fight. All right, let's talk about something less uh, depressing. Yeah, then the coronavirus, which I thought was just like, eh, not that many people, da-da-da-da, all this. And then I see this guy on Joe Rogan, it's like, it's out there, it's spreading within a year. No, within month, within three months, how many people he say we're going to die from it's it? like everyone. No. Like 700,000 or some shit. No, he's, I think he said there would be like 100,000 deaths. In the, and there's been in three. Aurora Grande. No. <laughs> we're screwed. There's only 20,000 people here. Oh, my God. So we're going to die for the, the next generation. Five gonna, times. When you're when you're born, you're born in the negative. Yeah. So, so anyway, moving on to the fights. What'd you, did you watch these fights, John? Yeah. Yeah. With a Where mask do you want to start? On. With a mask on. <laughs> well, they, you know, interestingly, they are canceling sporting events all over. My kids' sporting events in L.A. have been canceled. Stuff's getting canceled, or they're having the event with no spectators. But you know what? UFC went on. UFC had their event. Yeah. And, uh, and it was a big event. And somebody said, like, I don't know where the... I think Khabib... Where's Khabib and, uh, and Ferguson going to be? Somebody was saying, ah, oh, you shouldn't be... Brooklyn in, or something. In a crowded place like that. It's like, where else can you have it? Anywhere you have it, there's going to be They might have 20, it with no spectators. People. They might have it with no spectators. Wouldn't that be crazy? Okay. It'll be like a quiet UFC match. How would they make money? By pay-per-view. They don't make that much pay-per-views. It's got to be more than the gate fee, no? If it is, it's going to be half what it would be because you'd have the pay-per-view and the gate fee. It's not going to be that much more without. I predict a UFC event with no spectators in the next month. Okay. (laughs) We'll see. Well, that'll be a big... I hope they don't cancel that fight. People are going to want to see that fight. Yeah. So, anyway, fights from last weekend. Okay, let's let's talk about uh, let's start right from the top. Boom, Israel Alessandra and Yoel Romero. It's all right, middleweight title fight. Was it? What did you think? I don't think it was action packed, but it was strategy packed. So it wasn't action packed, but it was strategy packed. Were you on the edge of your seat waiting for some big thing to happen? Yeah. So you weren't bored. No, I wasn't bored at all. Right. And uh, and then if you watch the Zhang versus Joanna fight, it was kind of the opposite. It was not as much strategy, a shit ton of action. They were opposite fights. Right, exact opposite. But that doesn't mean one was good and one was bad, in my opinion. No, I don't think so. The only thing that was bad about the main event with Yoel Romero and Israel was Yoel Romero came out and stood in the center of the octagon with his fists up, with his feet flat, just stood there. And I think Adesanya didn't know what to do with that because Yoel's a counterpuncher. Which was, and so to complain when you lose that, that there wasn't enough action and that's how you started the fight is just a little bit contradictory to me. Yeah, so I, I think both of them couldn't say they wanted more action because both of them could have made more action. But with that said... I don't blame either one of them because the action, since they're both even more Romero counterpunchers with knockout, I mean, clear-cut, undeniable knockout power, I, I, I don't think they were... Uh, 
I think strategically, I think they did the right thing for the most part. Number, but with that said, it was just a bad matchup. It was a, uh, matches make fights, you know. And what if these guys rematched? It would be the same fight. Boring. So what about saying Yoel Romero's forty-two Two. and he's had a shot? This is probably his last chance to shot at the title. That was it. To have that fight, to fought to fight the way he did. And then to complain that that there wasn't enough action, I don't know. I don't. He it was the onus is kind. Of, if he wants to win a title, he's kind of got to make it happen. Israel yeah. clearly did enough to win. He got a unanimous decision. One of the judges gave him a forty nine forty six, I think. So he got a unanimous decision. He did enough to win. Yeah. And it wasn't just because he was the champ. No. It was so Yoel Romero didn't do enough to win, and he can't really. I just, I just didn't like that he was complaining about that. Yeah, he can't. He he can't complain about that decision. That's. I mean, he didn't. He didn't do much. How many punches did he throw? That being said, at his age, I wish I could do a backflip like that. Oh my god, <laughs> he's such an athlete. Too bad that didn't win him the fight. And then after the fight, at the end, they were yelling at each other in the face, yeah. like, "Where was this? We need a round six. Yeah. So. The judge or the ref should be able to just give him another round if he's just not happy. Also, what did you think about the controversy of the ref telling him to put on a show? Was it Dan Margliotta in there? Yeah. I think the commentators talked about that a little bit at the beginning. He said, look, you guys are getting paid for a title fight. You need to give the ref something to judge. Something paraphrasing, something like that. Um... Is that the ref going above and beyond his job? Yeah, just like the one that did... Uh, Who else is going to do that, though? Uh, I kind of liked it. I, <laughs> I don't know. I see both sides of that, but I definitely don't think he overdid it. Like like the ref said to uh, um, Diago a couple of weeks ago, Come on, you're fine. Keep fighting. Remember that one? Uh, yeah, you're fine. And then Diago said, wait, 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 oh, right. whoa, yeah, yeah. whoa, are you saying, yeah, so, all right, so, with that said, what I want to say is, you cannot compare the Joanna Zhang fight for the, to the, the Romero-Israel fight, because it's like comparing a water gun fight to a gunfight with 45 bullets it's just it's not you can they they were they they could throw hundreds of punches and and mess up each other's face and head obviously does does this look like the result of a water gun fight though yeah <laughs> like joanna's head after this fight. that was yeah that but that was a but okay but would you imagine what israel's fight a uh, face would look like if Yoel hit him 600 times. He, he would have been knocked out. He would have been unconscious after the first fight. I, so first I think the way you can compare these two fights is by saying, as a fan, which one you liked and which one you were entertained yeah. by. I think that's what people are reacting to. Yeah, like, and I, I was I entertained by both. I was too, but I could see a lot of people's point that they would have expected something more to happen in the main yeah. event. Yeah. So you can see, you're a fan. You're watching to be entertained. If you're not entertained, you can complain. Yeah. So... I see both sides. They were both, they were different fights. They were both on the same card, so you got a little of everything. I don't know. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't. And definitely not with the, the other fights, like uh, Darush against, uh, against, against Close. close. It was, that was... Uh, that was close. Oh, my God. He, he just <laughs> went one way, then another, then... Ah, uh, that was great. I loved, the, I loved, uh, I loved that quick end. 
Didn't he uh, come in for a takedown and then came in with an overhand, like a almost a chopping left hook? Yeah, that was uh, a good end. To that I fight. think it was a right, but um, but it was, and it was after Darush rode his back for the whole first round, tired out his legs. The most exciting part was seeing round two start, and Darush's legs were rubber. They were like rubber, and he would not have won that fight if if it if I think if it went on. Um, but, but he landed that right hand and just put the guy out. And that was the biggest highlight was, from the night. That was, was his just, mouthpiece coming out, and he was just knocked out. Oh my god, yeah. But it was he comes out with his legs like rubber. He gets tagged a couple times. Looks like he's gonna go out. Then he nails the guy with a left hook. The guy starts falling back, and he follows up. I think with a right. Is he southpaw? I don't think so. Cause okay, but. I don't think so, but I don't, I'm not sure. But anyway, so he knocks him out, and that was that was that was ex- unbelievable. That was the performance of the night. It I was. Think, I think so. I think Jerry should have got a performance of the night for that. Well, I definitely think that uh, um, uh, Ma- uh, Magni versus Lee, um, and everybody thought Lee. I think he was the no, he wasn't the favorite. Oh, he was the favorite. Yeah, everyone thought Lee. Would just overpower Magni, but Magni beat him. He got hit once in the first round, but other than that, he hit. He beat him at every aspect. I think he beat him every single second of the fight. He just beat him. He beat him with striking, takedowns, control. He just beat him. He looked good. Neil he Magni looked really looked good. really good. He's been around a while, right? Yeah, yeah. He was in, he was in the army, and then he fought in the. The all army uh, combatives team, and then he came out. And he went. He's he's a phenomenal fighter. I don't think I don't think he's been getting enough uh, press, but he hasn't fought for a while either. I think he's been. I think it's been like uh, maybe a year and a half since he fought or something or a year, something like that. But he's definitely back, and that was an unbelievable fight. Hopefully, it opens the doors for some more. Then watching crazy. Uh, Alex, uh, the Cowboy Oliveira fight, Max Griffin, that was just, uh, it was another one-sided, very one-sided fight, but it was action-packed. It wasn't like one-sided where he just beat the shit out of him. It was one-sided, but there was always that hint that he might get tagged, and I thought it was a really good fight. So the whole main card was full of good fights. Full of good, and different fights. Yeah. And the prelims, the only one I watched was Sean O'Malley's back after being out. Can you believe he's been out two years? Huh. Why? Wasn't he out for marijuana or something? I don't remember. But he he came back and fought, and he looked stronger, and he looked really good. Good. Also, his hair. Did you see him get interviewed? He has got the biggest afro I think I've seen. He's just just gigantic. And his outfit, he looked like he was straight out of the 70s. I did not see him. Oh, I'd love to show you a picture of him. So... (laughs) So that was a great fight. So it was a, it was, I think it was a great card. I mean, I, I honestly think, uh, I think it was a really good card. And, uh, and um, I just don't like comparing the girl fight with the guy with the, with the uh, the the main event, the semi main and the the main event, both good fights, and they were different. I mean, like I said, anyone out there, because oh <laughs> in the fight, Sean O'Malley had his hair all in braids. But he came to fight week or whatever like that. Oh my god! But um, <laughs> I mean, it's as different as as you just you just can't compare. And 
You know, I wouldn't want to be hit by Joanna or um, or Zhang, but to be honest, um, I would rather be hit by both of them at the same time than be hit by Yoel or Israel. So, I mean, it's easy to, to mock or, or to, you know, say they should have fought more. And, you know, I see, I see the point, but you got you to gotta just realize it's a, it's a whole different fight. So, anyway, I'm going to show you. Yeah, if I can. Oh, my God. There you go. So, this is, this is O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. Uh, that's Sean O'Malley. <laughs> Sean O'Malley. Man. He looked good, though. I hope we see him back soon. He's, yeah. inter- he's an entertaining fighter. I remember we saw him in a fight giving an interview because he hurt his leg. He, he's laid ankle. down. He got interviewed laying down. Yeah, his ankle is broken <laughs> or something. Yeah, so he's good. He got tied up with some kind of trouble, but um, a little he was over. back and he looked good. He did not look like he'd been off for two years. Good. So what else we got? We got, okay, I want to talk a little about, uh, um, I want to talk about, um, I did a seminar this weekend. Um, girls, it was actually Girl Scouts. Um, self-defense. So for all you guys out there, and most of you guys out there are martial artists, so if you're teaching a self-defense seminar, and I don't want to do, I don't like to do girl, guy self-defense. I just like to do self-defense. I don't like to specify a gender or a race for that matter. I just, I just want to say self-defense. So you can come if you're a girl or boy, black or white, whatever. But if you're teaching a self-defense seminar, and there's girls there. Say it's all girls. Like this one was Girl Scouts. And my wife put it together and that's fine. But how would you teach a girl self-defense class? Mainly uh, mainly in like 7th, 6th six, six to 8th grade for the most part. How would you teach that differently than a boy's self-defense class? How, I mean, is there a difference? And, and I say no. And I'm not going to... Are we talking pre-puberty? Yeah. 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 So it's the same class, isn't it? it to me, it's the same. I, t- I tell them the same thing. I tell them to punch and kick. I, t- I tell them some basic techniques. I tell them don't wait to get hit. If you feel like you're about to get hit, hit first. And um, I just don't see the difference. I, even women or men, I don't see the difference. It's the same seminar. You know, so like a self-defense seminar is somebody's trying to hurt you. You have to hurt them to go home to your family. You have to be better at hurting them than they are at hurting you. There's, I mean, there's no, unless you're a sprinter, unless you're Hussein Bolt and you can sprint away or you're near a car and you can drive away, right? You have to inflict more damage to your attacker than they inflict on you to go home. You're not going to go home if it, if it's the other way around, and people don't like to hear that, but is there another way to put it? No, but what were you talking? About? So did you teach a class this weekend? Yeah, I taught a. So was there a controversy at this class? Um, no, no, oh, okay, it wasn't. But but while I was teaching it, I got a few weird looks from the mothers. Like I'm teaching the girls that you are the same as boys. There's no difference. I'm not going to teach you any different than I would teach a bunch of boys, because there is no difference. In self-defense. And um, 
So I taught it just like a regular self-defense class. But then it got me thinking, like, what's the difference in girls or guys, women or men? So I, I just, I don't think there is a difference in, in, the, in the way I teach self-defense because for both girls and boys, women and men, if you're attacked, you have to hurt your attacker. And you have to hurt your attacker before they hurt you. And you have to hurt them worse than they hurt you. One, one of those two or both. Yeah, is that a line? No, I, well, that's what you're teaching. I know, but do you think... Do if you I think was that's teaching right? that, it might be out of line, but no, that's what but you're teaching. But do you teaching. think... So if, you're, if, you're, so if I was teaching your daughters, I was teaching your three daughters... And I was teaching him a self-defense class. My, one of my daughters is coming to your self-defense class, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So my, 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 you know, the way I teach is there's no difference in, in, in the genders and when you're teaching self-defense. So I don't know. All right, you've been doing it a long time. I, I, think, um, I think the only difference is if they're in a situation where the person is much stronger than them. Yeah. So do you train someone differently that has to deal with that? Yeah. So when I when people bring that up, I bring up. So then should it be weaker people versus stronger people? Because what if the man, what if there's a really weak man or a really small man? Do I teach him like a woman and call that a woman's class? Right? And then if it's a really big buff woman, should she go in the men's class? How do I mix it up? So there are smaller men, there are weaker men, there are stronger women, and there are bigger women. So to me, if you're going to think like, well, women are, you know, probably statistically smaller than men. So you teach, you have to teach for stronger men or weaker men and women or weaker women. I don't think, I don't think it's the gender that makes them weaker. I think it's the size. Size is huge. So, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a tough one. A lot of people don't like to hear that, but to me, if, if there's a woman, woman that you're teaching, it shouldn't be any different than a man. Well, I think a woman is, do you think a woman is more likely to carry some kind of equalizer for self-defense? I, no. Like, I, like pepper spray? I don't think so. I think they both should. But on a college campus, say, oh, I have daughters on a college campus. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're more likely you're going to find a woman carrying that than a man. I'm guessing. That could be because yeah, that, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird dynamics that go on with that one. But yeah, and I think probably more boys or men on a college campus carry pocket knives. Probably. So, so I don't know. I'm, but my point is like, I think. I think everyone should carry an equalizer, no matter what your size is, because there could be three people attacking you. Um, or you might just want to be extra equal. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. E- or equalized, if you want to be equalized. Um, but So that's my thing. It's like, if you guys disagree with me, I want to hear it. Please comment. Uh, if you think, if you train any differently women than you train men, I want to hear why and how. And if you're doing a one-time, you know, self-defense seminar, should you differentiate between men or women? And if so, why? If not, why? And I don't believe you should. I think women, men, 
boys, girls, we should we should train them both the well, same. Well, here's your answer. What are they? What happens in MMA? Do we train women and men differently to no. fight in a combat sport? Um. Yes and no. Not really. Not really. No. Same rules. Same rules. Same rules. Uh, and I think I think that I think. And you don't agree with some of them that they're the same, but they're the same rules. <laughs> they are the same rules, and I yeah I don't agree with all of them, but but here's your equality. People liked the female fight better than they liked the main event male fight. Yeah. There. As as John would say, Bing. Bing. All right, guys. <laughs> right here. Make sure you follow us. Like us, tell everyone about us, share us, and comment. And wash your hands. All right. Wash it. And don't touch. Wait. Just hey, in whoa, the air. Just whoa. in the air. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>